Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Market research and analytics show that interest in your podcast topic is huge, but your audience growth is modest at best. Before you blame your content or your marketing, the problem may be a lack of desire. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. <clears throat> Voice getting much closer to where it was before. Hey, look, growing an audience for your podcast, and I, and I really mean growing an, an audience, not increasing the number of downloads your podcast gets, which is very different, actual audience, people who are consuming your content, that requires something that is a big deal, that requires someone to actually listen to your program and want to listen to your program on an ongoing basis. That's a little tricky. See, as I said at the intro, audience segmentation and analysis on your avatar. Who are you really making this show for? What is the perfect, perfect listener look like? It's great. And then you can take that information and then match it against other sorts of profiles around the internet. It's not hard to do this market research. And you will show that the interest in the topic you want to talk about is gigantic. There is lots of interest. There are many people out there who are interested in the central topic of your show. Great. But in reality, you need to understand, you're only ever going to reach a tiny fraction of people who are interested. Now, it's, it's not because certain people care more or less about your topic. That's, that, that's where you're going to probably want to go, but that's not the reality. It's not about some people have a casual interest in a topic where some people have a larger interest or are more serious about something. I, I don't think that's it at all. Or if it is, it's definitely not to a degree. I, there are plenty of people who have a same level of care, same level of interest out there that choose one thing or the other. I think it has a lot to do with what people want out of their medium. And podcasting is, is definitely a medium. Let me give you a quick example, and we'll come back to podcast moment. So, for, for example, I love to cook. I've always enjoyed cooking. My mom taught me how to cook when I was a kid, and that's what I do. I cook. I'm, I've been the cook of my house since Sheila and I have been married for 30-some-odd years, right? Would you believe I've never once listened to a cooking podcast? nor will I. I mean, there's no point for me listening to a pod well, Okay, I'm a little weird. I might actually listen to a cooking podcast because I listen to lots of different types of podcasts around. But that's not really my thing, right? I mean, it, it can't it, it, because I have no desire to listen to a cooking podcast. And I think that 
desire, especially when it comes to the desire to listen to a podcast on a topic I have an interest in, I think it has everything to do with preference, specifically media preferences. And media preferences are something that all of us have, but ignore when we start looking at audience size for some weird reason. Uh, here's another example, back to the cooking thing, right? So uh, email, everybody has an email account. Most people have an email account, especially people my age have an email account. Uh, I certainly have an email account, but I don't subscribe to any cooking newsletters. I don't get any information sent to me via email for from cooking companies, or if I do, I quickly unsubscribe to them. I don't follow any cooking resources on social media. I don't watch any TV shows or even YouTube videos of, of cooking channels. I mean, here I am, a guy with a high interest in cooking. I cook all the time. I really enjoy cooking. Those aren't going to reach me. And the reason they won't reach me is I don't want to be reached. <laughs> well, let me change the way I say that. They probably will reach me, but they're certainly not going to engage me. I'm not going to click. I'm not going to do the things they want me to do. And I think it's similar for your podcast and whatever your niche is, as it is similar to my podcast and, and my particular niche. We can reach everybody who's interested in us. We spend the money and take the time. We can reach everyone, but will we actually get them to become a listener? That's a, that's a, tougher, that's a tougher sell. Again, I can pay money. You can pay money. You can reach everybody. Big, big, big chunk, right? But we're only going to convert a small fraction of those people. And that's for a variety of reasons why we won't convert them, right? One might be time. People who want to listen to your podcast or people who have an interest in the topic of your podcast. Let me fix that. People might have the interest in your topic, but do they have the time? And if they don't have the time... They're not going to listen. Maybe they have or they're unwilling to prioritize more time. That's that's a big reason why, again, interest levels high, desires low. There might be a need issue to talk relevant cooking for the time of year. I'm recording this at least, right? If I like my pumpkin pie recipe, I don't really need another one. I certainly don't need five other ones. So whatever need that your podcast scratches, they may be getting that itch scratch somewhere else with a podcast or without a podcast could be an issue of taste why is this all food-based evo i really not supposed to be okay let's spicy non-spicy sure but wrong plate flavor profile it, it could be just that the the way you do your podcast the content you bring out on your show that covers the topic may not be the way the person who's interested in the topic wants to consume they don't have a desire to Again, their taste might be different than yours, and it's just not their, their thing. But I think for most of them, it's the fact that it's, it's, it's not what they want from a podcast. I, sticking with food for a second, I'm a, I eat cereal. Not all the time. A couple times, maybe. Um, not Siri. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I've never done once? I've never once ordered a bowl of cereal from a restaurant. Not once. And maybe it's the same thing for your podcast. Maybe it's people really are into it and occasionally will dabble into it, that thing. 
that they do, but it's something that when they go out, when they're looking for something else, like in a podcast, that's, that's not what they're looking for out of a podcast. Depressing, I know, but we really, well, let's talk about what we can do. What can we do about this situation? Well, I, I think the first thing that we have to do is accept the fact that interest in a topic does not equate desire to listen to a podcast on that topic. Sorry, that's reality. We have to accept that. Lots of people are into that thing that you talk about, but they're just zero desire or not enough desire to listen to a podcast on that topic. So for that matter, we should explore other mediums with our podcast content. I'm talking about content repurposing, yes, spreading our content in other ways because they may not have a desire to listen to our podcast, but they might have a desire to consume our content in other ways. Yeah, that means more work, more effort on our parts to get the content. We're already dedicating a lot of time to putting our podcast out in other forms, but Maybe if we think about it that way, the show growth we're looking for might come in other forms of growth. And in the meantime, of course, we need to continue to activate our existing listeners. Our existing listeners who do have the desire to listen to the show, we need to activate them to go spread our show through word of mouth. Chances are they're interacting every day with people who have similar desire levels. That's why on the show, every time I do an episode now, I'm saying things like I'm going to say right now. I mean, if you're an active podcaster, you should be sharing. I would love it if you would share podcast pontifications with a friend. Are you doing something similar on your show? Are you asking people who listen to have other people who share similar interests with them? Are they, are they sharing it with them? You should definitely ask people to do that. You should. All right, real quick before I go, buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra if you want to support the program. And finally, oh, I just said all the stuff about sharing the show, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, so there's really nothing else to say other than I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow for another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, 
the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.